and I and I only speak Korean with my family members, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm sure, like my mom tells me, I sound like a nine year old with my vocab. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but <That's> nice. <laughs> yeah, so nice of her. <laughs> So this podcast is called Cuisine Curiosity, and I am genuinely curious about Korean cuisine mm-hmm. and what it is and what makes it authentic. Right. Um, and Korean food is actually my favorite, so oh, like nice. I was hoping you could, yeah, tell me a lot about the food and yeah, of all course. that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like, you know, I was born in Korea. I moved over oh, here I when I was that. 10. Wow. <laughs> Learning Whoa. new stuff about each other. <laughs> So I uh, basically grew up with Korean food. My, you know, family only ate Korean food even after we moved here. So, yeah, very oh, wow. familiar with it. <laughs> um, so what can you tell me about Korean cuisine? Like, what are the influences of the food? Do you know, um, like, for example, Vietnamese is strongly influenced by French food and cuisine. Right. So, like, what with korea i mean obviously chinese right because it's oriental uh, i would if we we're going all the way back into the roots <laughs> i would just like you said my biggest guess would have to be mainly from china uh-huh. yeah i don't know i feel like we we're pretty original mm-hmm. um in some sense no i get that you know what because I mean? it's very distinctive from like, you can tell Other... the difference between a Korean dish and, like, a Vietnamese dish right, or a Chinese right, dish. Right, right, right. So what are the main staples of Korean food? Okay. I think definitely everyone knows has to be kimchi. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, um, basically, it's, like, a fermented cabbage or they have other variations. Um, but... Yeah, with that, for example, fermentation is, like, a huge part of our, like, cooking process, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Like, pickling vegetables. Right, pickling, yeah. fermenting, we're, mm-hmm. like, all about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, like, deeply in part of our culture, too, because, you know, every year we, like, gather around as family and we make kimchi yeah. and, you know. So you know how to make it from scratch? I know the gist of it, but I've never, like, done it myself. So how is it made, kimchi? Um, If we're talking about the most basic one, which Mm -hmm. would be like the cabbage kimchi, Mm -hmm. um, it's basically you take salted cabbage and you take all the different spices and you, um, you know, just mesh it together and we ferment it for however long you want it to be fermented. So the more you ferment it, the more pungent it yeah gets? more pungent it gets oh. so some people like it not as pungent yeah if it's like way too fermented usually people don't just eat that as a side dish we okay. usually use those kind of from really fermented ones for like soups oh, or like any sense. other um recipes so it really depends on like what you're cooking okay yeah and then what are the different variations like use different vegetables right so there are like tons like i don't think i even know them all but (laughs) like there's like stuff like cabbage kimchi and then there's the other popular one uh, ones i've seen cucumber right cucumbers radish radish. 
um, scallions. Wow. There's a, there's okay. a lot, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite type of kimchi? My favorite would have to be the basic one, cabbage. Just cabbage. Because I'm basic. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like the staple pieces. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I think of staples, I guess the one of the more popular ones, uh-huh. which is like bulgogi. Yeah. That's like very popular in the States or Korean barbecue. Yeah. That's so, <laughs> yeah, very well known. Right. Very well known. Um, <laughs> and it's like really common in Korean too. And it's like a very everyday thing. Like among Korean barbecue, we also do not only meat, but we also barbecue like intestines. Oh, like the other meats? Right, other meats, <laughs> like small intestine, like large and small organs. And I think it's... Well, main... I've been to Iron Age where they serve the Oh, yeah, they do have. I forgot. And I was scared to eat it. I didn't. <laughs> but we cooked it. I just didn't eat it. <laughs> I've been... I don't know, because I've been watching a lot of TV shows with those intestine barbecues. Uh, okay. So, like, I've been really into it. But unfortunately, <laughs> there's not a restaurant that strictly only does mm. intestine intestinal yeah, barbecue i don't even know what so to you're call it to, like bite yourself and cook yeah it like ride or die i'll mm-hmm. always be down for dokboki korean oh, rice cake uh-huh that's like my go-to um and what is that exactly so it's rice cake yeah basically soup? it's rice cake fish cake like smothered in pepper sauce pepper okay. paste sauce so and it's a red yeah it's very yeah it's a really red sauce spicy Mm -hmm. definitely you need to know how to handle your spice (laughs) um yeah it's just like really simple to make even at home yeah it sounds pretty complicated but (laughs) (laughs) i guess because i make it really often (laughs) but yeah it's like it's one of the korean street foods too so it's kind of the things that i like grew up on Mm -hmm. because it's one of the more like cheaper street foods that i you know could have like bought on the street when i was like younger so Uh i think that's like why it's it's probably why it's you know my favorite food i kind of grew up with it the nostalgia yeah the nostalgia definitely (laughs) plays a big role (laughs) or what are some foods you think people don't know about korean cuisine Hmm. they should know of (laughs) we are generally like really big on soups and stews Oh, so you wouldn't think that because Korean barbecue is such a big thing. Right. So not a lot of people like I don't think we get really exposed to the more authentic ones because that probably has like more stronger, you know, Mm -hmm. taste or stronger, you know, smell. So, yeah, like I'm trying to think of um, the Korean restaurants I've been to, like Lighthouse Tofu, for example, where they only serve tofu soups. Mm hmm in a hot boiling pot thing yeah right in front of you when they serve it to you it's (laughs) steaming and bubbly you crack an egg open it cooks in front of you Mm -hmm. the stews are probably like one of the big things that like usually what goes on the dinner table for like a typical korean family oh yeah interesting Mm -hmm. do you have a favorite stew my favorite would have to... I think this is a more popular one, but have you heard of pudechige? Mm-mm. Which is like Korean army base soup. Okay. Is it's like really popular noodle? in the um, mukbang world. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like, we'll have to get into that later. It has <laughs> <laughs> like spam. The base is basically like sim- very similar to kimchi stew. Uh-huh. 
Um, so it's red. It's red. It's okay. spicy, but the toppings are a little more modern, I guess, because um, we put sausage, spam, oh, okay, mushroom, canned beans. Oh, so that's why you call it them. army stew because it's everything that is like non-perishable, right? And like from just, the cans. And yeah. I'm pretty sure you can research it later, but I'm pretty sure the name derived from. The wars, war times when, mm-hmm. you know, we were obviously in war with Japan. Yeah. Or I don't want to say the wrong things <laughs> the uh, while I'm war, recording. We but <laughs> when we were in the war zone um, yeah. when, you know, we have, we still have a lot of um, U.S. Army army base on in Korea. Uh-huh. But I think the soup originated from that time era where, you know, people um. were, you know, still in poverty and they would just get leftover cans mm-hmm. or whatever from American soldiers, and right. they would make a stew out of it. So I'm pretty sure that's how it derived. Okay. Yeah. So I want to get into something I've always wondered about with Korean food. Like, why is everything so spicy? <laughs> like, spice is such a big thing with Korean right. food. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that. Like, why are we it's so just into observation. spicy food? <laughs> yeah. Everything is, like, red. Right. <laughs> And gochujang so is really good. Right. I mean, I guess with Filipino food, there mm-hmm. are a lot of fil- like spicy foods, but not that much. Mm-hmm. Like, you can still avoid it. But I feel right. like there's always some kind of spicy dish if you go to a Korean restaurant. Right, for sure. The use of like red peppers are like really common right. <laughs> exactly. in Korea. <laughs> but I think even with kimchi, for example, there are, like, other variations. Like, we have white kimchi. Oh, really? Yeah, so that one's not spicy at all. It's white. So it's just vinegar. Right. It's basically vinegar and other sauces other than pepper paste. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I guess we keep it, you know, keep it with variation. But I'm not sure why we started this, like, (laughs) whole red pepper phenomenon. Yeah, exactly. I have no clue. (laughs) Maybe we also have like hot temper. Oh, (laughs) Korean. I don't know if that like correlates in any way. (laughs) Not sure. Yeah. So, can you talk about? We talked about Korean barbecue. Right. And whenever you go to a Korean restaurant, they always serve, um, they serve everything with all of the side dishes Mm -hmm. or the uh, banchan, as you call it. Mm So, do you know why that's part of the culture? Like, how that started? I would assume that I feel like our dinner or our table manners are very reflective of how, like, family-oriented we are Mm -hmm. and how much of a collective society we are, you know? (laughs) We share everything from, like, side dishes to if we have a stew, like, we share, like, a large pot. And, for example, Korean barbecue, even that, we, like, Mm -hmm. share... It's like an experience. Like right. you share the meat, you know, someone cooks, someone cuts the meat. It's like a family. And that's like every family dinner. Right. Like oh. it's kind of like a. It's just part of the culture. Culture, yeah. The yeah. family oriented culture that we have. Yeah. So I think banchan is like we don't mind sharing <laughs> and like sharing our spit <laughs> with our, you know, family members or our friends or our close right. ones. So. Right. I don't know if you heard it. We call it chong. No, I've never heard that. It's not exactly love, but it's like kind of like a bond. Oh, like a special I see. Bond, like bond. Like you're accepting between... each other with Right, food. right. Yeah. 
So I think that's like a big thing for right. us. Yeah. yeah. All these dishes. Like, you right. know, you're at a Korean restaurant because that makes it more distinctive. Mm-hmm. So how do you know when you go to a Korean restaurant, mm-hmm. what makes it authentic or traditional? Because I've been to like really modernized, like Americanized um, Korean restaurants. Yeah. Um. Like in DC, there are a lot of like Korean fusion restaurants. I was gonna say there's so many Asian fusion restaurants, right? Like Yechon, Korean, Japanese, and right? It's like for my preference, I would like a lot of variations of side dishes. Um, and I guess like one of the things, especially like for example, when my when I take my parents out to eat in Korean restaurants. Um, they always make comments about kimchi, <laughs> and it's just like so you can tell when there's good kimchi, kimchi right? Or... Right, because not everyone can make like super bomb kimchi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you can tell which ones are like store bought and which ones oh, are like homemade. Okay, uh-huh. so I think that's one way. Like if usually what like there's a saying like if the like the side dishes are good, yeah, that probably means like the main dish is probably gonna be okay. I don't when it comes to authenticness, I don't know. It's just because Korean, with Korean food, I feel like it is really not in a bad way, mm-hmm. but it's simple meat, like grilling meat and right. vegetables, and it's so not complex, but it's right. like good, simple. Right, know? right, right. Yeah, I guess for like Korean barbecue. Yeah, Korean barbecue with you the can't meat. really. Yeah, you can't go yeah, wrong you can't with the really meat. Go wrong. <laughs> yeah, because they don't really season the meat. Right. Unless they give you like, it's like for example, if you order pork belly, unless mm-hmm. they give you like straight up bacon, <laughs> then I don't think like yeah. That's yeah. Right. But there are some places that are serve their own sauce with the Korean barbecue. Oh yeah. So you know, like Wagyujib has the brown sauce right. that I love, mm-hmm. and then. Other places just do the simple, like, sesame oil, mm-hmm. salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, See, so which, it's, like, basic right. ingredients mm-hmm. that make it really good. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I, I guess if you get more a little more complex apart from Korean barbecues, like stew mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Kimchi stew, it's such a simple thing mm-hmm. and, like, not a lot of goes in it. But, like, some restaurants were just, like, way off. Oh. It was just literally, it just t- literally tasted like water and kimchi, which is Ugh. not it. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> I guess you would just really have to know, like, what the taste, yeah. original taste is for yeah. you to discern. Yeah. <laughs> Good, question. For, Good question. Good right? question. Makes yeah. me think <laughs> about all these questions that I've never thought about before <laughs> in my life. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah. So now I want to try uh, kimchi stew. I know. You should. <laughs> I'm not big on spicy food, but mm-hmm. I can still tolerate some, so. Okay. I'm assuming you've never tried the spicy chicken noodle package. No. Never? No. Okay. I've never done the spicy, yeah, I've never done the spicy oh, challenge. Okay. <laughs> spicy noodle challenge. You should do it. You should do, like, a podcast version yeah, of it. <laughs> like ASMR. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> So, yeah, we're in Northern Virginia. I know that Centerville and Annandale are, like, the biggest Korean towns. Right. What are your favorite restaurants in those cities? In Northern Virginia? Yeah. Like, where should um, people go? It's, like, such a tough question. Because if you know me, I'm, like, not a favorites person. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, that's how I am, too. Like, oh, I'm not really? going to go to one place. Right. Because, I hate, yeah. I'm not I'm not like a regular goer right. to any place. Yeah. I just like exploring stuff. So Exactly. 
I have to be honest, though. I honestly don't like... I don't think anything beats eating at home. Oh, that's true. When it comes to Korean barbecue. It's just, especially we have so many all-you-can-eat bar- Korean barbecue places yeah. nowadays, and they're... You're qual- not going to go out to... Right. Yeah. And they're, I feel like all-you-can-eat, most of the time, their quality is, like, very <laughs> shitty. Am I allowed to curse? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, somewhat shitty. You, you, you know, I can't have high expectation yeah. when it comes to quality of meat when you go to all-you-can-eat meat place. So, Wegachib, I would say it's decent. But I don't know. I just And you like Yechon, you said. Yeah, I like Yechon. I don't think I've ever had Korean barbecue. Um, but stews wise. Stew wise, yeah, Yechon's pretty decent. Okay. It's not bad. Um I didn't know they had stews. Yeah, they have a lot oh. of like different soups? dishes. Soups, okay. fish. Right. A lot of different stuff. One time it was off topic. One time <laughs> they have like course menu for barbecue. Oh. And I, like, ordered this one time when I was, you know, intoxicated. (laughs) Like, literally, they, like, bought out lobster tails. Did you know? No. I was like, I did not know they have this. (laughs) Was this at, like, 3 a.m. or something? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it definitely was. Because they're open 24 hours. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They brought out, like, four different types of meat and, like, lobster tail. And, like, it was crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's so random. (laughs) Yeah. So, I just, like, I like to stay away from really crowded, (laughs) like... Yeah, <laughs> you know, popular restaurants, but I, I definitely like exploring to the more local ones, mm-hmm. cause I don't know. Sometimes the more local, like unknown places, they have more authentic feel yeah. to it. Especially like if it's less crowded, it's a less wait time. Like right. I'd rather just go somewhere where I don't have to wait this long yeah. for food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like to wait for food. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. So you want to talk about your mukbang videos? Because <laughs> you're so well known for those. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's you have 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> you can find her on YouTube, Natalie Quant. <laughs> yes. Oh, the cheatery. <laughs> like, how did that all start? <laughs> um, I always wanted to make videos of some sort because I feel like I just wanted or I needed a creative outlet. Uh-huh. Mm, but and I saw people you know when mukbang first started out in the states there are only a couple on YouTube um and it's popular in Korea isn't right it? it started out as a very popular thing in Korea where you know people just sit in front of a camera and they would <laughs> each eat like large amounts of food yeah, one day I just, you know, decided to do it because people around me at the time, they were making, they were starting to make a lot of YouTube videos and they kind of gave me the balls to do it. <laughs> so I was like, I might as well do it. Yeah. So I started filming and yeah, it was just natural. Like Yeah, and look how it turned out. I mean, <laughs> I'm actually so surprised how big you've gotten. <laughs> Not like in a bad way, but just uh-huh. like how, because... Because I know you in person, mm-hmm. and it's like you're so. I'm not okay. You're making me sound like I really blew up, but like I only have ten k well, followers. Did. Like, yeah, you have to I did. I definitely got really lucky because I had couple viral videos. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I mainly got you know most of my uh, followers. Yeah. But my videos blew up, and I got lucky. <laughs> I feel like the biggest appeal is like that satisfaction 
it's like you're almost vicariously eating oh. through those people. Mm-hmm. It's like watching one of those like sat- like satisfying ASMR videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's I'm like sure. at midnight, you know, you go on YouTube. <laughs> what else if are you going to eat? <laughs> if you're hungry and you're on the interweb, what are you going to do? <laughs> Watch people eat, I guess. <laughs> Ew, it's like a fetish. It's <laughs> yeah, like everyone got their own, you know, little yeah, yeah, dirty little secret. I That's guess. True. <laughs> I have a final question that I ask everyone on the podcast. Okay, if you were to have a meal with someone dead or alive, anyone, who would it be? What would you be eating, and why? I'm not trying to make this like all religious. And I would say Jesus. Because <laughs> that's like, literally the only person, because he was a person form. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's literally the only one figure that I can think of right now. <laughs> Keeps popping into my head. Oh, but it would be Jesus. Yeah. And it, was, it would kind of, like, the setting would kind of be, like, the Last Supper vibe. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. long table. Fish bread. Yeah. Like, wine. fish bread, wine. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that'd be I mean, nice. You can't go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and I would just like ask him about all the you know questions of life. Yeah, <laughs> for words sure. Of wisdom. Yeah, words of wisdom. <laughs> Anything I can get out of him. <laughs> Some direction in life. Right. I mean, we all need Jesus. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> well, thank you for teaching me all about Korean food. Yeah, of Learned course. A lot. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> So where can people find you on social media? (laughs) (laughs) So the YouTube channel, Natalie Kwan. So I keep everything under my name. So subscribe. (laughs) The cheatery. Yeah. (laughs) Like and comment. I'm just kidding. (laughs)